This is the LP, a lifestyle podcast. I'm Lyle Peterman. Well, the theme continues. Corona Convos. My guest is Amy Lee, owner of Old Town Square, located in Uptown Olds, Alberta. Although supporting local has always been a worthwhile cause, today this need has never been stronger. During this conversation, I want you to put yourself in Amy's shoes as a small business owner. Her small business does have a wide range of services from hairstylists, concerts, yoga, community gathering, and more. What's left, though, amid the COVID-19 pandemic is retail and healthy beverages through delivery or curbside pickup. In this conversation, we'll talk how she's quickly adapting to the changes for public safety, her vision for Uptown Olds beyond COVID-19, and, of course, the positives she's found in this unique time in history, including teaching her kids to read and write English. All of that and more, I hope you enjoy the conversation. Amy has a bright personality, and I hope either during this pandemic or after, you're able to get out, visit her, and support Old Town Square. Enjoy the conversation. Amy, it certainly hasn't been business as usual. Um, let's talk about your small business and how you've adapted and managed to stay open and keep serving your customer base uh, during all that is COVID-19. Yeah, it uh, it has been changing rapidly, like literally day by day, moment by moment. Um, our business is a multitude of things all under one roof. And so slowly but surely, portions of it had to kind of shut down due to uh, health and safety during this. COVID-19. And I guess what remains open is our coffee, kombucha, and retail section. So yeah, it's been an adapting process. Is that a word? (laughs) Yeah, I'd I'd say that's any word works. (laughs) We're trying to figure out what we call this right now. I guess let's go back to that a little bit. Old Town Square, it's it's definitely a wide-spanning business model. Do you kind of want to walk through before COVID-19, what is Old Town Square and what does it all encompass? Oh, man. Well, I mean, what Old Town Square is to me is community, connection, bringing people together, um, making people feel good. And um, I am a hairstylist, a hairstylist of 20 years, actually. And so I was cutting hair at home for a long time and I picked up my business and brought it to this beautiful space in Uptown. Um, There's also a yoga studio. We, We have weekly yoga, meditation, uh, wellness type things. We have concerts and bands on the regular. And then we have kombucha on tap. We have coffee. Uh, we make superfood elixirs. And we have a little shopping um, retail area as well. And we carry all kind of local, handcrafted, uh, all Canadian, I guess they're all Western Canadian, small business, handmade type items. So, Yeah. Yeah, it's a very, very unique space, and you've created a uh, a very interesting, welcoming, and intriguing, I'd say, in my own words, um, environment when you come in there, because it's like you don't really know what it's oh, going to be, and you walk through the door, and you're like, wow, it's it's a lot of things, but somehow all these <laughs> random things might sound like, how do you put that together in one small space, but it, it works, and uh, yeah. It's it's quite quite cool and a great addition to uh to the Uptown Olds area. So you talked earlier about how you've adapted to keep serving the kombucha and the retail products to your customers. What does that mean? Is it curbside? Is it delivery? How have you done that? 
Well, so far it's just been curbside. Nobody's taken the bait on delivery. Um, but the way that the setup is in our parking lot, it kind of flows really nicely. So we have people call in or send us a message. Uh, we prepare their order and they pay via e-transfer or they just tap at the door um, or when we show up to their vehicle either way. And um, yeah, we can kind of get all the awesome things that we have to our customers. And I mean, kombucha is so great uh, for uh, gut health and maintaining an overall health and wellness. And so at times like this, it does seem like a very essential um, commodity. And so it's good that people are taking their health seriously and taking care of themselves. And so we're able to sort of get those things to those uh, to our customer base still. So it's awesome. Now, obviously, your business has been affected because a lot of the services you guys did, the yoga classes, the hair studio, can't operate. But if you were just to single out kombucha sales and your drinks and stuff like that, have you seen a drop in business or is it quite steady? We've seen a drop in business for sure. I mean, I guess when we do see our customers, they're purchasing a little bit more and and they're pretty appreciative of having the opportunity to have their favorite elixir um, to take on their way to the grocery store, on their way home. Um, and so the people that we're seeing, I mean, they're they're coming out for essential services and they're grabbing a little extra love from our, our store. Well, so let's talk about your drinks here because that was kind of my introduction to your business as well. Um, uh, I, know yeah. I know they're healthy, delicious, packed full of energy, but like what's been your inspiration for, your, for the menu? Are you developing it yourself? Are you taking it from others? How has that all come together? You know, it kind of comes from a multitude of sources. Um, different staff members have helped curate some of the drinks. Um, visits to some shops like the Light Cellar in Calgary is a huge inspiration of ours. Um, we really love the focus that they have on their drinks and how, you know, they're kind of, they're packing all these awesome, yummy, healthy things into a drink and making them taste delicious. And so that's kind of our goal, stuffing as many nutrient-based things inside of a drink and then whipping it up and making it taste like it isn't super healthy. <laughs> My personal favorite was the fat bomb. What uh, uh-huh. what are the key ingredients in that? Because whatever it is, like, holy smokes, the, the energy punch you get from that after was uh, far greater than any caffeine or coffee I've had. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's probably one of my, my personal favorites as well. It's a pour-over coffee, and so it's total science coffee. We weigh it, we measure it, uh, we use the appropriate temperature, so we, we do it over a scale, whatever. We make a coffee, uh, we froth coconut milk, we add coconut oil, maple syrup, and blend it in, in just a little blender. And it uh, comes out frothy. Um, it's a little bit sweet, it's a little bit foamy. Um, so the fat from the coconut oil helps to kind of like kick that ca- caffeine into high gear. And it feels like the energy just lasts that much longer with that fat. So Yeah, that somehow for having no background in that, uh, that makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> awesome. Now, as a, as a business owner right now, clearly there's no political playbooks on how to deal with a pandemic or Anything like we're experiencing right now, it's unprecedented, right, to at least our lifetime and our lifetime as business owners. But how do you believe the governments have been handling COVID-19 so far, both from a citizen level and a small business owner? I think like all of us, just adapting as quickly as possible. Um, Yeah, they're getting the information out there as quickly as they can. And we've had to stay pretty tuned to what's going on to sort of 
you know, abide by the rules and recognize what's healthy and what's safe. And so I think they're pretty good at getting that information out there. And um, as for small business owners, it sounds like some financial relief is on its way. Um, so we're looking forward to tapping into some of that. You are located in Uptown Olds, and uh, it's a fairly unique building, too. We talked about what's all in there, but are you aware of any of the history of that space? I know it's gone through some fairly major transformations of use over the years. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we're we in the CP Rail train station, so it's not the original train station in Olds. Uh, but it's the footprint of the original train station in Olds. And so the building was redone in 1963, I believe it is. And it is it is a pretty cool building. It's, um, it's all cinder block. It's got really nice high ceilings, zero storage. <laughs> so we have to be pretty creative and actually use um, our detached garage at home for quite a bit of the extra stuff we have. But it's a pretty funky building. And yeah, it kind of... It's, it's very close to the train tracks. And so one of the appeals of being here is, is recognizing that the train isn't all that loud when you're in this sturdy building. As a business owner in Uptown Olds, um, beyond COVID-19, not talking right now, what would be your vision for that area of the town? Oh my gosh. I would love to see this, this um, the downtown core, the uptown core of Olds to flourish. Currently it hasn't, it isn't, um, it isn't doing that. There's a lot of vacancies in Uptown Olds. A lot of businesses are kind of coming and going, and it's, it's hard to watch because it's so quaint and there's so many cool historic buildings. And actually, most recently, like in the last year and a half, there's two amazing murals by a local artist, and it would be nice to see people, more people coming to enjoy them and snap their picture in front of them. And, and yeah, um, Hopefully, after all the dust settles from this craziness, new entrepreneurs make their way to Uptown Olds and can recognize that the small town living is pretty groovy, especially when you're raising a young family like we are. Um, and our son can walk from the elementary school to the shop after after school. Like that's that's a pretty cool um, asset to have. It's a cool community. I was uh, born and raised there and lived there for. A- 27 years, I do believe. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, wow. Still make my way back there all the time for, for business and real estate side, but love selling the town. It, uh, it it's I'd say it's a very unique town in the corridor or anything in central Alberta. It's not a bedroom town to Red Deer or Calgary, but it's still so close and central to everything you want to get to, uh, including just 45 minutes to an international airport, right? But it's it's got mm-hmm. a cool vibe to it. And I remember growing up, walking down up like main street i guess now called uptown olds and i would love nothing more but to see more businesses like yours kind of create a create a unique vibe down there and something that you can't get uh in in larger centers and and i understand the town is growing to the west and that's where all the all the new big box stores as many towns battle with right but i love to see the efforts to bring things back downtown and still make that let's call it the social or the cultural hub of a town but you know, without totally. business owners like you, I don't know how else you do that. Totally. Yeah, it's, um, and when it does have, have its cool vibe and charm, like at events during Midnight Madness, which is an event that happens in November, or Summer Olstice, which happens in June, you really catch that essence where the community all comes together and everyone's walking the streets and, you know, you you see your neighbors or the, the people you played slow pitch with or, um 
you know, the kids you grew up with or whatever it is. And that vibe is, that's just so amazing, right? That's why we live in a small town. And so, yeah. And one unique thing about Olds, I always find is no matter what event they do, they manage to work the name Olds into it. <laughs> Olds Fashion Christmas, Olds <laughs> Oldstoberfest. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every every single event, Old Soul, everything fits fits Olds in there somehow, and I think it's brilliant from a uh, branding perspective, I guess, because you'll, you'll yeah. never question what town that was in. Let's go back to those those murals you're talking about. Who is the local artist, and is one of those murals the big one right beside your store? Yeah, yeah. So um, the artist is Kevin Johnson. He is a uh, local tattoo artist. He's a local local. I mean, he was born and raised here. Uh, his parents still live here. I believe a couple of his siblings are still around. Um, he left and came back and um, has a tattoo shop actually not too far away from from our space in Uptown Old. Um, yeah, and so the mural on the front of our building, which is uh, the Blue Heron, uh, there's two birds. Uh, it's quite magnificent. Um, those were done shortly after we took over the space and and then following um, a larger meal on the neighbor's building, which is the liquor store right beside us, owned by the Doys, is this gorgeous koi fish. And uh, yeah, I'll tell you, he's a magician because I watched him do both of them and it was like days. Like it's just so crazy to do a piece of art at that scale so quickly. Well, and this is no slight to the to the liquor store business there, but that's a very large wall, a brick wall, yeah. and pretty tough to make that look nice, and for many years it didn't. And uh, what a difference that makes now, especially to create that, that square feeling of your small store in the back, but then the wide open parking lot and uh, the outdoor space you can use in the summertime. But uh, yeah, what a certain difference. And it's it's a piece of art you might not expect until you see it, especially in comparative to other communities its size. Totally. Yeah, it's it's crazy cool. And, uh, you know, a koi fish symbolizes preservation and integrity and good luck. It's kind of cool. I I feel so fortunate to roll up to work every day and have a have a look at that and think to myself, yeah, we've got this going on and the future looks bright. There's also quite the uh, international food flair in Uptown Olds as well that uh, maybe might surprise some people if you leave the city and want to go take a drive. Not right now, not saying during COVID, but uh, when this is all (laughs) over, there's there's a lot of variety of of different uh, different international eats. What's been uh, what's your favorite go to for restaurant wise Uptown? Oh gosh, I eat a heck of a lot of tasty Thai. They're our, uh, they're one of our direct neighbors, and they're good friends of ours. And so, I'm just such a sucker for their spicy, <laughs> spicy noodle, and their papaya salad tastes like straight from Thailand. I swear, it's so fresh, uh, and just like the papaya salad I had on vacation in Thailand. So I love tasty Thai. But there's also a really incredible Indian restaurant and a Vietnamese restaurant, and, like, they're all a block from my store. I'm very fortunate. <laughs> yeah, you virtually are in, like, a mall food court-type situation with the options you have around you. Yeah, definitely. So during the time, I guess, we'll go right back to, to what we're living through right now, a unique time in history. It's COVID-19. Uh, with the added time and maybe a little bit slower work schedule, what have been some positives that you're taking away with this, uh, both yourself and uh, with your family 
Uh, I mean, connection is, you know, kind of been always the goal with Old Town Square. And I feel like people are connecting and reaching out more than ever. We've had some really amazing kind of charitable type things happen where people we haven't met or people who haven't even visited our space who sent money to purchase gift certificates to give to local heroes. Like that's been so super cool. Really? Um, yeah, super cool. Um, and and some of our, our longstanding customers, although they're either in isolation or um, are just practicing social distancing um, very rigidly or, you know, are pre-buying gift certificates for future use or or pre-purchasing gifts because we do have quite a, uh, a unique gift selection. So just being very, um, very great customers and supporting us in any way that they can. So that's felt super groovy. And yeah, I guess in my family dynamic, um, homeschooling my six-year-old, <laughs> He's in French immersion, and neither my husband nor myself speak <laughs> French. And so maybe I'm learning a little bit of French. <laughs> uh, but I've also, like, my son, uh, and I am I guess if you're familiar with French immersion, uh, in the curriculum in Alberta anyways, the children don't learn to read and write English until grade three. But I'm teaching my son to read and write right now. And so that's a pretty incredible gift because we've got the time. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm not even, I, I don't have children. I'm not sure I know how to even start teaching reading and writing. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I mean, the school has been phenomenal. Like the resources they're sending and the communication has been top notch. I feel very, very fortunate. I mean, I know my son's teacher. She's a client of mine. She's a friend of mine. And so, you know, there's there's that connection. And, and now I see all the hard work that they're doing on the backside, getting these resources up online and, and engaging the students. She even has this really cool app called Flipgrid where she'll post a question in French. You know, I have two pets. Their names are. And then the kids respond. It is so cool to see our son's face light up when he sees his friends post their little videos. And, and yeah, I mean, we're pretty lucky in this day and age that we have things right at our fingertips. And my son can still see his classmates online and communicate in French with his peers. And, yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah, I've been amazed by how uh, how the educators have adapted quickly and and you know really been there for the students. You know, right down to I've I've heard stories of olds. Um, a friend of mine who's a bus driver and she's been having her bus students draw her pictures, and then if they draw her a picture, she'll drop off a prize at the end of their laneway. And some of these country oh. isn't that cool? But yeah, some of these so cool. some of these country kids, you know, they're in slower internet connections. They're a lot more distance from their friends and. And, uh, and yeah, so just that little connection to the normal life of getting picked up by the bus, but instead you're going to pick up a prize. Found that, mm-hmm. found that really interesting. I also have two brothers who are still in olds in grade 12. I've been trying to ask them what this means to their grade 12, like diplomas, and I keep getting, I don't know, answers. <laughs> so I'm not sure what that means for them. I know they're starting school again three hours a day per subject or whatever, but I don't know what that means to the graduation this year, but slowly I'll get more information out of them as that progresses. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, looking back on that moment in, in my own life, it doesn't seem like that big of a, a big of a deal. But I know when I was in grade 12 and we were planning it and I was getting my dress and we were picking the songs and it was a huge deal. Like it felt like a really huge accomplishment. So I feel for those guys. 
One of the best memes I've seen so far is grad 2020. The two zeros are toilet paper rolls. And then it says <laughs> the year shit got real. And uh, <laughs> if that's not perfect for, for right now, I don't, I don't know what is. I don't know. I think there's going to be a pretty cool group of, of humans um, coming out into the world in the next two years. This is really going to, to shape the youth of today. I think it's, I think it's an excellent time for you know figuring out what 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 our value systems are and what's important and i think we'll see a lot of entrepreneurs emerging from this you know things are going to change things are going to change i just did one of these interviews uh, with the speaker of the house and on our mla in old Didsbury three hills nathan cooper he called it the great resorting and uh he had a lot of examples of of what he thinks is going to resort but I uh, it was quite profound in his explanation of it in a different episode here, but I have to agree with him. I think a lot of things we say, well, when we go back to normal, but who knows what, what normal is going to be, and hopefully some of the changes are actually for the more positive. They have to be. I don't know. I, I like that, the great resorting. I yeah, haven't I, heard that one. I, well, I hadn't heard either until I had one of these conversations. Again, another positive from this. <laughs> Well, uh, Amy, you're about to get open here at your business, so I won't take much more of your time. But if folks do want to follow along with your store on social media, I know you're quite active. Uh, what's your handles? Uh, at Old Town Square. And we're active on both Facebook and Instagram. Um, and I'm, I'm learning the tricks of the trade on the TikTok, but <laughs> the TikTok, man, I sound old. <laughs> I'm not on the TikTok yet either. so it's You're fine. not on the TikTok yet? No. Well... If this podcast doesn't keep you busy, then maybe you can, you know, go down to the dark side and figure out what's going on on TikTok. I've seen some pretty funny COVID videos. <laughs> See, I've seen some funny ones, but they're shared on Facebook. So I thought, why do I need to double up on that? <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for uh, taking time to speak with me. And I can't wait to uh, be back in Olds and order a fat bomb and get it uh, safely delivered to the curb. Yeah, definitely. Let us know when you're around. Send me a DM or call me, and uh, we'll run it out to your vehicle. Awesome. Well, thanks for your time, Amy. We'll uh, we'll talk to you real soon. Thank you. Well, thanks again for listening. Please feel free to share on whichever platform you came across this podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a quick review or hit the subscribe button. If you want to connect, all my information can be found on LylePeterman.com. Don't you ever leave the house? Don't you ever leave the house? Don't you touch your stupid face? Don't touch your stupid face. Wash and scrub your hands. Wash and scrub your hands. But still don't touch your face. You don't need to touch your face. You could get sick. You ever leave the house? Uh-huh. You could hurt someone you love. That's my and you can't go out to eat. You can't go out to eat. And stay away at least six feet. And stay away at least six feet. Don't, Don't you get how bad you got. Remember, moms and dads. We won't be able to flatten the curve if you don't stay inside your house. A message from Concerned Children's Advertisers.
Well, thanks again for listening. Please feel free to share on whichever platform you came across this podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a quick review or hit the subscribe button. If you want to connect, all my information can be found on lylepeterman.com. Don't you ever leave the house? Don't you ever leave the house? Don't you touch your stupid face? Don't touch your stupid face. Wash and scrub your hands. Wash and scrub your hands. But still don't touch your face. You don't need to touch your face. You could get sick. you ever leave the house uh-huh. you could hurt someone you love That's and you can't go out to eat you can't go out to eat and stay away at least six feet and stay away at least six feet don't you get out bad remember moms and dads we won't be able to flatten the curve if you don't stay inside your house a message from Concerned Children's Advertisers.